Kia ora, beautiful soul. Welcome to Bones of Business. I am your host, Corey J. Taylor, and we are about to jump your bones. In this podcast, we explore how to cultivate all the juicy foundations to have a wildly turned on, sassy, sensational business that you love, to truly feel it in your bones and know that you can anchor everything you want when you land in the body first. The Bones of Business podcast is designed to guide you home to yourself as the pivotal energetics of your business. We talk sex, we talk money, intimacy, leadership, emotions, bones, all the things. So be open to exploring. I have grown my business from zero to quarter of a million in two and a half years part-time. With over 15 years experience as a business owner, medical herbalist, breathwork facilitator, psychic and founder of the Kanika Academy, I want to break the fear that holds you back from success. Bones of Business is your place to come, hang out. Remember, you are so fucking powerful as you are and that your trauma does not need to run the show. Emotional safety is my highest priority in all of my spaces. And so if I do offend you, I apologize. I am still learning and growing and always a student from Down Under, New Zealand. If you love my work, please like, subscribe and share as I feel it in my bones that I am here for huge impact and new earth rising. Let's get you center stage of your life, sister. So within, so without, as above, so below, and through the bones, we fucking go. Well, hello, beautiful embodied souls. So I'm super excited about this episode. It's been sitting with me for a few days, well, probably a week now, because I recently opened a 21-day challenge It was all in alignment with being sensational. And being sensational isn't what it appears to be. Being sensational is about landing in the body and letting your senses guide you, right? And so what has really blown my mind, because we've had over 150 signups and around 70 pre-play workbooks already completed, And we're almost 12 days in now. And what has just blown my mind is the level of transformation that is happening to the women that are taking this as a full running commentary of life. Like they're they're running with it. They're, They're going all in. And it's not just the one thing. So to give you a bit of backstory, I decided to do a class on what's the secret source, which was quite a trigger for a lot of people. And I get it because this industry has had a lot of preconceived ideas that you can have some kind of secret source and it will crack you open and you'll be a millionaire overnight, right? And at the same time, this is starting to collapse and be seen for what it was is around Some people are just really good at marketing and often it's the coaches that are really awesome that don't know how to market themselves really well. And so it was this proximity to these people that they were selling is like proximity equals money and impact and all of the juiciness of life. And within the realities, the reality of life, that's not always the case. If you're not getting healthy coaching, if you're not being well supported, And at the same time, if you're a client and you're not being coachable, obviously that's going to have an impact as well. But I was doing this cheeky turn of phrase of like, what is the secret source? And what that came about, like how that came about was I was talking to my coach one day and 
I asked her, I said, you know, which you will probably know, Libby Robertson, amazing woman. And I said to her, we were having a conversation about, so what makes the difference when someone makes it and kind of runs with what they've got and really takes it and creates a business that supports them and they're well resourced and looked after because of the financial income, but also because of the impact that they have. What's the difference between that person and the person who was still in the mastermind, but nothing really changed and they haven't really gone any further than two years ago? We were talking about charisma, right? There is an element of this industry that is built on charisma and that magnetism and that attraction energy. And what the discussion went about is that it's to a degree unteachable. And I sat with that for a while thinking, yeah, it seems to be unteachable. And let's like really break down what charisma is. Now, charisma is to be magnetic, to be attractive. And what is more attractive than light, right? So when a moth is brought to a flame or a firefly, all of these things that are bioluminescent in their natural state, they are magnetic. You can't help but follow that trail. In New Zealand, we have these little fireflies, glowworms, we call them, and they're just mind-bogglingly stunning. And you can't get enough of them when you see them. Once you see them, it's like a magpie to jewelry. It's just you cannot change the way that you are pulled towards them. Because they're magnetic, they're attractive, they have so much charisma. And when I was really looking into this, this actually happens on a bone level, right? A bone level. Our body holds phosphorus. Our bones hold phosphorus. And phosphorus is the light bearer. It is the mineral that is the light bearer. And so we are magnetic at our core, but we've forgotten because, because the stories that are woven within our body those that are uh, ancestral, generational, parallel lives, whatever it is, they're woven into our body. That is where we keep a lot of these stories. And so if that's really dense, then our ability to be magnetic and attractive and bioluminescent, so basically luminescent, is based in the stories that we've woven. And so as I started to unravel and pull on this little you know, thread and unravel the beautiful knitting of everything, I started to recognize that so much of this comes down to self-trust and how I've gone from such a, you know, a small business to, you know, multi-six figures in such a short time feels like this piece around honoring the self-trust and knowing that you get to do things messy and made in business, not perfection and expectation, right? And so when I started to play with that, I worked out from there, you know, kind of reverse engineering the, the process, that if we do not self-trust, if we do not have self-trust because of, i.e., example, I wanted to show up and walk every day but I didn't and I didn't have accountability and I also didn't celebrate the small steps and so I didn't do the one thing so therefore I'm a failure right and what that does is it chips away at your ability to lean in on yourself and trust that it's all going to work out 
So this is how 21 Days came about. I wanted to offer a space for women to play in the field of doing just one thing, just one, consistently for 21 days. And whether they showed up every day or not, I wanted to give full permission for every single one of those women to show up as messy as they needed to be in order to know that it's not about perfection. And so what I didn't anticipate, and I truly didn't anticipate this, was the level of knock-on effect that this experience had created and how much, how would you say it, ripple, ripple effect actually happened from just this one thing. So just to give you a really you know, transparent visual of this, some of these women decided that they would dance, some decided they would do mindset every day, some decided they would paint, some decided they would sing every day, right? And it was five to 10 minutes, nothing longer. Some tried to go with say, I'm going to walk 45 minutes a day. And I called them back and said, hey, 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 let's like pull back a little bit. Let's bring it back to 10 minutes. And when you've achieved 10 minutes, go for the next 10 minutes. And when you've achieved that 10 minutes, go for the next 10 minutes. All right. And so what happened is that some of these women were on, uh, you know, their last you know, half an hour of the night, some of them at 1130 at night, and they were doing their one thing. And what that gave them was this deep, deep layering of self-trust and compounding interest of them showing up for them for that one thing. Instead of being constantly distracted by the thousands of things that could be getting done, if they did the one thing, what happened is that this knock-on effect, they would start eating well. They would start looking after themselves. They would start choosing themselves in that moment. They were a lot more aware and conscious of their day-to-day experience and the knowing that they have a to-do list, but there was intention behind doing the one thing as the most celebrated thing. And when they celebrated, now this was the shift, when they celebrated doing the one thing, they were gaining this interest, this compounding interest that was pushing this beautiful wave and momentum into every area of their life. And so as we did, I did a, well, I am still doing, but a live every uh, day. And there's things like consistency over frequency. There's things like, you know, nothing means anything except the meaning you give it. There's picking the one thing and, you know, recognizing that disempowering language is an early sign of a story and what you're making things mean, right? So there's so many conversations in there. And at the same time, they're not having to watch all of them to have the profound shifts. But when they celebrate, what they are getting is a recognition from themselves that they're doing the small steps. And what that takes them to is the big picture experience, goal, or target that they had in mind. And they let that target go. They let that goal go. They let that intention go at the very beginning in the playwork. And what that, what that allowed them to do was let go of the outcome and the attachment to it and show up for the daily experience of enjoying the process. So they're being the woman that they want to be and at the same time, they're doing the thing that is going to anchor it and let it be embodied. And so 
as I've started to pick this apart in my own experience, in my own life, it's been amazing. It's been this profound awareness that we overcomplicate everything. We are over just stimulated, so overly stimulated in this human experience in the 2000s with phones and being contactable within seconds and expected to return emails really quickly and everything is of urgency, right? We have around 50 experiences daily that can peak our cortisol, right? That's huge. That is so extreme. And our attention span has got less and less and less. What it kind of gifted me back as an awareness and a reflection is that we've got off track to what really matters and what is really important in business, but also in life because we're not doing the one thing, right? We're working around the one thing. And yet the one thing is the thing that often scares us the most because our body is always trying to keep us safe. Our brain is always trying to keep us safe and in what it's comfortable for with. And so it knows on a subconscious level that if you show up for this one thing every day, even if it's small, the big picture of that, that compounding interest is that your whole life is going to change. And you can't stop the momentum of that once you've got it going. And so as much as I have offered a massive prize pool, I was still quite surprised at, you know, we had 150 signups and at the same time it was a $20,000 prize pool. And I know I have much more people in my audience than 150. So I questioned, what was that? Why weren't people signing up? And the feedback I got was that people were afraid to truly choose themselves because in the past they haven't trusted themselves they have felt they've betrayed themselves and so if they show up again and fail that they're going to make that mean something and so I want to ask you and I ask myself this often but I want to ask you what does it mean about you if you fail because the rea- reality is, that, yeah, there's stories underneath, but the reality is it's only what you make it mean. And so if we could recognize that even if we give it a go and we fail, what if that was just feedback? What if that was just feedback about the fact that we felt we didn't have enough time and yet time is a concept of the human so we can always make time there's always going to be 10 minutes in your day that you can create to do the one thing even if it doesn't seem like it's important i guarantee it will be the most profound thing you keep showing up for because of the cascade effect because of the compounding interest but if you're afraid to fail you're not going to start So let's rewire the failure piece into feedback and allow you to recognize that in any area of your life, including business, that if it's not working, it's probably not the strategy that needs altering, maybe to a degree, but maybe some of that data is coming back and saying maybe it's the execution, maybe it's the mindset. 
But out of everything, it's probably the energetics. If you don't have your mind backed behind you to self-trust that you can show up for 21 days and only 21 days in such a large scheme of things, then how are you going to trust yourself to show up for a business that's going to last you a sustainable longevity business that is going to resource you back, right? Are you just throwing everything at it to have like a a one-off breakthrough and expect to hold that for a long period of time, right? Or are you gently nourishing your nervous system to allow yourself to build on that compounding interest and let your life be sensational now while you're doing the things right that the, that are the one step the one thing to get you where you want to go right so much of this is about distraction so much of this is about we're doing all the other things that are not going to matter and it's interesting because James Widmore he talks about and I know it's everywhere else as well so it's not specifically him but he talks about if we did 80% selling to 20% creating, we'd be in a totally different business. And yet we're we're afraid to do that top 5% of things that are going to shift the needle because they're the scariest parts of us. If we have a to-do list, what we're going to do is all the most easiest and convenient things at the top. <laughs> and yet, the most profound and big shifts are going to be at the bottom and the ones that scare us the most. So what showing up for 21 days and being sensational means is that you are landing in your body the very experience that you are desiring for when you get there. And that can't happen until you be embodied now, which is the be, do, have. Not the do, have be right it doesn't work like that so I hope that supports you in some way today that you know to really open up and crack open this piece around having momentous shifts in your business it doesn't start with one cracking open it starts with you doing the one thing the simple one thing and doing it consistently Because you can't do it once every three months and hope that that's going to work. It needs to be something that is consistent so that you're compounding the interest of it and you're trusting yourself and you know, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your success is inevitable because you keep showing up for you. And this is the bones of business because essentially if you don't keep showing up for you, nobody's going to show up for your business. Nobody's going to hold your baby the way that you're going to hold your baby. They might come in for a term and be all excited, but they're not going to hold it long term at the caliber or the eloquence that you'd like them to hold it, right? And so much of this comes down to our body. What are the subconscious injuries, wounds, stories, conditions, templates that are holding you back from doing that one consistent thing that is going to change everything. And if it's about failure or if it's about time, maybe that's your thing to focus on. I expand time by playing. I always expand time by playing. I create quantum containers of time by doing the thing I love the most, right, which is dancing. 
It might be singing for you. It might be painting for you. But whatever it is, it allows you to drop into your body and expand time beyond a shadow of a doubt. And you start to see that you've got enough time. There's always more time. There's always more space. If you come from an embodied place first. And this is something I always felt like I had no resources for. No time, no money, no space, no energy. Right, But all of these things come from being that version of yourself now and that doing that one consistent thing is going to compound interest and bank evidence that you are enough and that everything you do is enough and that what you are doing is magnetic as fuck. And from there, you become more visible. From there, you cultivate more safety. Then from there, you cultivate the experience to be able to go out of your safety and come back to your safety when you need to, right? Then you start making the really uncomfortable decisions and playing in the field of uncertainty, which cracks you open to the quantum realm, right? This is where miracles happen, is when you're playing in the uncertainty, but you can only do that when you have cultivated self-trust. So if you haven't already, I invite you into our Be Sensational 21-Day Challenge. We still have quite a while to go. And if not, the the landings, the, the transmissions, the daily invitations for permission and incredible insights that you get from not only me, but the community, they're all there. They're all there and it's the most empowering journey and you can start it any day you want. So I hope this supports you. As always, please leave me a review, send me some feedback, share, like, and always hit the notifications so that you get each new weekly podcast for the bones of business. I love coming to you in this in this media. It feels delicious. It feels juicy. It feels easy. And I hope you took something away. I always want to hear about breakthroughs. So please join me in our Own It group. We are all about letting ourselves have full permission to feel it. And it's an entire vibe in there. It is powerful. It is just breaking the mold of this old version of ourselves. Afraid to be seen, afraid to show up, afraid to do the things that are going to allow us to have the things that we want and be well-resourced in our business while doing it. So I invite you in, come into my whare, come into the beautiful community that we have, and I will see you on the next podcast. Have a beautiful week. Mwah.